Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Qala rabbi shahli sadri wa yasirli amri wa ahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Allahumma zidna ilma All praise and thanks is due to Allah Azza wa Jal Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends, and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time. Welcome to the eighth lesson of the fundamentals of Islam. And Alhamdulillah, tonight we will be starting and we will be looking at the second fundamental, Al-Aslu Thani, Ma'rifatu, and this is the knowing the deen of Islam, Bil Adillati with its evidence and the author he says and this means or Islam means the submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the way of Tawheed and surrendering one's full obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wal bara'atu min shirk and to free oneself and take oneself far away from shirk and its people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions in the Quran and he says وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ دِينًا مِمَّنْ أَسْلَمَ وَجْهَهُ لِلَّهِ وَهُوَ مُحْسِنٌ وَاتَّبَعَ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, and who can be better? وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ دِينًا مِمَّنْ أَسْلَمَ وَجْهَهُ لِلَّهِ And who can be better in the deen than one who submits his face to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? وَهُوَ مُحْسِنٌ and he is a good doer. وَاتَّبَعَ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا And that he follows the deen of Nabi Ibrahim. May Allah be pleased with him. So yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse he says بَلَا مَنْ أَسْلَمَ وَجَهَهُ لِلَّهِ Rather, whoever submits himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning that he makes his deeds, his actions, only and sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this is a very key point, that our deeds, our actions are only and sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. In today's times, it is so easy, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, to do deeds, to do actions, and these actions could become null and void because our intentions are not sincerely for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. And I'm not going to focus on this in great detail, but for example, 
makes dua in front of the Kaaba, takes a picture, puts it on Instagram, puts it on Facebook, WhatsApp status. In the state of Ihram, must put the picture on Facebook. He's fasting Sunan fasts, needs to tell people that he's doing this. And the list can go on. Reciting Quran, I recited three Jews today. I recited five Jews today. Needs to be put up on Facebook. I read this book. I read that book. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says that whatever actions we do, we do it sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, a Muslim, a Muslim must have four qualities. The first quality that we need to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with tawheed. Point number two, yielding to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with obedience. We need to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Point number three, we need to free ourselves from that which opposes Tawheed. And that which opposes Tawheed is disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ascribing partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And point number four, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we need to free ourselves from the people of shirk as well. It is one thing that we ourselves, we are not involved in disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or involved in shirk but sometimes we mix and we associate with the people of shirk and one of the conditions of a believer is that he needs to free himself from the people that is involved in shirk and from the people that is in the disobedience of Allah azza wa jal this is Islam, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. And if we miss one of these four points that I've given, then there is a question mark next to one's Islam. And the next point is a point that we should all ponder about. Something that we should think about. When someone comes to you and they ask you, what is Islam? What is this religion that you follow? How many of us can answer correct? Some of us, we might stutter. Some of us, we might say, well, Islam is that we make salah. Islam is that the woman, she wears hijab, etc. But what is Islam really? What does Islam really mean? And this is why Islam, as the author he says, Rahimallahu ta'ala, wahuwa thalathu maratib, that Islam can be divided or it has three levels. Al-Islam wal-Iman wal-Ihsan. That number one, there is Islam. Number two, there is Iman. And number three, there is Ihsan. And know that each of these levels 
it has his own pillars. And bi-idhnillahi ta'ala, tonight we will try and look at all three of these levels with its pillars. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, different people, and we are speaking about Muslims specifically, find themselves on different levels. The first level being that, Alhamdulillah, they practice the mere basics. They make salah, they fast in the month of Ramadan, they go on hajj if they are by the means, they pay their zakah if they are eligible to pay zakah. They believe in Allah Azza wa Jal, they believe in the Prophet, peace be upon him. And this is how some of the people are. Then we find that we have Iman and Iman also, it has different levels as well as the first level being Al-Muqarrabun, those who draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through their good deeds. The second one, Al-Abrar, the righteous ones, people that are righteous, that they do deeds for the sake of Allah and that they are righteous believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in the Quran, ثُمَّ أَوْرَثْنَا الْكِتَابِ الَّذِينَ اصْطَفَيْنَا مِنْ عِبَادِنَا فَمِنْهُمْ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ وَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَصِدٌ وَمِنْهُمْ سَابِقٌ بِالْخَيْرَاتِ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ هُوَ الْفَضْلُ الْكَبِيرِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions ثُمَّ أَوْرَثْنَا الْكِتَابِ That, within we have given the book meaning the Qur'an, for inheritance or as an inheritance to such of our slaves who we chose, and this is referring to the followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَمِنْهُمْ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ And from them are some of them who they wrong themselves, they involve themselves in wrong, in sin. And my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, when we involve ourselves in sin, what happens to us? We wrong ourselves. We do not wrong Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We do not wrong the deen of Islam, but we wrong ourselves. And because of our sin, we bring harm upon ourselves. وَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَسِدٌ And some of them are those who follow a middle path, a middle cause. وَمِنْهُمْ سَابِقٌ بِالْخَيْرَاتِ And there are some of them who are by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's permission. They are the foremost. They are the foremost in good deeds. ذَلِكَ هُوَ فَضْلُ الْكَبِيرِ That, yani the inheritance of the Qur'an, that indeed, this is indeed a great grace. The Qur'an, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, if we have this book of Allah, and we practice of the book of Allah, then know that ذَلِكَ هُوَ فَضْلُ الْكَبِيرِ Then know that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if it is in our lives, it is inculcated in our lives, then what happens? Then indeed that this is a great grace. 
the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the third level, my beloved brothers, is Al-Ihsan. The first level was Islam. The second level was Iman. And then we describe Iman with three more levels. And now we move on to Ihsan. This is the third level and the highest level. This, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, it is when the slave, when the servant of Allah Azza wa Jal, he does well between himself and his creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions, أَن تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ كَأَنَّكَ تَرَاهُ فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكُ My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that it is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if you are seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَن تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ كَأَنَّكَ تَرَاهُ فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكُ And even if though you do not see Allah Azza wa Jal, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sees you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Sami'u al-Basir, that Allah Azza wa Jal, He is the all-yayin and He is the all-seen. Sometimes, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that knows, He has the knowledge of everything, He is the one that hears everything, He is the one that sees everything. And this is of the greatest levels, yani al-ihsan, that worship Allah as if you see Him. And know that if you do not see him, know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he sees you. And the author, he says, وَكُلُّ مَرْتَبَةٍ لَهَا أَرْكَانٍ And each of these levels, it has its own arkan, its own pillars. فَأَرْكَانُ الْإِسْلَامِ خَمْسَةٍ And the pillars of Islam, they are five. شَهَادَةٌ أَلَّا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهُ وَإِقَامِ الصَّلَاةِ وَإِيتَاءِ الزَّكَاةِ وَصَوْمُ رَمَضَانِ وَحَجُّ الْبَيْتِ اللَّهِ الْحَرَمِ The first pillar, the testimony of faith, the shahada, that none has the right to be worshipped, that there is no deity, that has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the final messenger. الصَّلَةِ And establish the prayer, the salah. And to give your zakah. And to fast in the month of Ramadan. And alhamdulillah we have He reached the month of Sha'ban. Before we know it, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we will reach the month of Ramadan and we should make dua and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us reach the month of Ramadan. And having said that, we all know what difficulties we are going through as an ummah and as the humankind. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we can see the month of Ramadan, as we know the month of Ramadan, that we will be able to go to the masajid, that we will be able to perform our salatul tarawih, 
that each of us we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make sincere dua that we see this year's Ramadan as we've seen the other Ramadans throughout our lives. And then the last point he says that to perform Hajj to the sacred house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this is the pillars of Islam. Without these pillars, there will be no Islam. And this is based on the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salam. Where he came to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he said, Akhbirni anil Islam. And we will look at this hadith a bit later. And this is also based on the hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhuma, the son of Umar ibn Khattab, may Allah be pleased with both of them, he said that Islam, buniyal Islam ala khams, that Islam is based on five pillars. Faddalil al-shahada, and the proof of the shahada is in the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, shahid Allah annahu la ilaha illa huwa wal malaikatu wa ulul ilmi qa'iman bilqist, la ilaha illa huwa al-azizul hakim. That Allah azza wa jal, he bears witness that there is no deity that has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. None has the right, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, to be worshipped except Allah azza wa jal. And so do the malaika and those who possess knowledge. He is always maintaining his creation with justice. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. None has the right to be worshipped except him. Subhanallah. Allah starts with this verse explaining to us that none has a right to be worshipped except Him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He ends this verse, La ilaha illa huwa al-azizul hakim. That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, the Almighty, the All-Wise. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, since we were born, since we could remember we uttered the kalima of La ilaha illallah that La ilaha none has a right to be worshipped. This La it negates everything which is worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So everything this La negates everything which is worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And illallah, except for him. This affirms worship for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْحَقِّ That is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala هُوَ الْحَقِّ He is the true one. He is the truth. وَأَنَّ مَا يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِهِ هُوَ الْبَاطِلِ And what they, the polytheist, invoke besides him is batil, it is falsehood. وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ And indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala هُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرِ That know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the most high, the most great. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, 
Our worship is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We do not worship stones, we do not worship trees, we do not worship inhabitants of graves, we do not worship pious men. But we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Another point of clarification is that the malaika as well, that not the verse that I mentioned, but the previous verse, that the malaika themselves, they clarify that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the truth. That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the characteristics of the malaika, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, is that the malaika, they worship Allah azza wa jal throughout the day and throughout the night. The malaika, they never disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The author then explains, and he explains what does the kalima mean? What does this testimony of faith mean? وَمَعْنَاهَا لَا مَعْبُودْ بِحَقْ إِلَّا اللَّهِ أو لَا مَعْبُودْ حَقْ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَحَدُّ النَّفِي مِنَ الْإِذْبَاتِ لَا إِلَهَ نَافِيًا مَا يَعْبُدُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ So we'll first translate the first part. وَمَعْنَاهَا And the meaning of the testimony of faith لَا مَعْبُودْ بِحَقْ إِلَّا اللَّهِ That there is none or no one that has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He la ilaha. Like I mentioned earlier, He negates everything that is worshipped Besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Wa illa Allah Muthbitan Al-ibadah That this affirms the worship That it is only lillahi wahdahu That it is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala La sharika lalahu Free from any partner being mixed Fi ibadatihi Which is mixed with his worship كَمَا أَنَّهُ Just as there is no partner, لَيْسَ لَهُ شَرِيكٍ فِي مُلْكِهِ Like there is no partner mixed with him in his dominion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, He mentions, إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا إِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَيَسْتَكْبِرُونَ وَيَكُولُونَ أَإِنَّ لَتَارِكُوا آلِهَتِنَا لَشَاعِرٍ مَجْنُونَ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ The following verses translates as the following That truly when it is said to them That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah They puff themselves up with pride Meaning they denied it And they said are we going to abandon our ilah? Are we going to abandon our gods for the sake of a mad poet? The Quraysh, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, 
when the message of Tawheed came to them, that worship one Allah, that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, they puffed themselves up with pride, and they asked Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. they asked him, are we going to abandon our, lo- our Lord, our gods? Are we going to abandon our statues? Are we going to abandon them for the sake of a mad poet? Wa na'udhu billah. And the author, he carries on and he says, وَتَفْسِيرُهَا And its explanation, it is, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ And remember when Nabi Ibrahim, when he told his father, وَقَوْمِهِ And he said to his people, إِنَّنِي بَرَا That indeed I am free, that I am free from that which you worship. Except for ye who created me and verily he guided me. And he made it a statement. Kalimatan baqiyatan fi that he made it a statement that will endure among his offspring, لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ That they may turn back. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, look at Nabi Ibrahim. Nabi Ibrahim, he speaks to his father, he speaks to his people, and he clarifies to them that I am free. He says, That I am free from that which you worship. This should be our attitude as well. Our attitude should be that we are free from any worship that takes us against or from the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, if one looks at the author, subhanallah, he explains the kalima, he explains verses of the Qur'an with the Qur'an. And this is of the best and the first tafsir that one goes to. Al-tafsirul Qur'an bil Qur'an. That the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, some of them explains other verses. This is the first tafsir that we go to. And it is incorrect, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, that we skip Qur'an with Qur'an, we skip Qur'an with Sunnah, we skip the understanding of the first three generations of Qur'an, of first three generations of Islam, and we go straight to what people have interpreted. No, this is incorrect. And this is one of the reasons why we find that sometimes people come with false ideologies because they do not go through the process that the ulama have given us. That the first form of tafsir is Qur'an with the Qur'an. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, إِنَّنِي بَرَائِمْ مِمَّا that this proves negation. That indeed I am free from that which you worship. I am far away from that which you worship. This is negating. Except for the one who created me. So now he proves this is affirmation. So like the kalima, it negates 
false gods and it affirms that we worship Allah alone like this Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam he did the same. And then Allah the author he brings and he says وَقَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى that Allah Azza wa Jal says قُلْ يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ تَعَالَوْا إِلَى كَلِمَةٍ سَوَى بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمْ أَلَّا نَعْبُدَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ وَلَا نُشْرِكَ بِهِ شَيْئًا وَلَا يَتَّخِذَ بَعْدُنَا بَعْضًا أَرْبَابًا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ فَإِنْ تَوَلَّوْا فَقُولُوا شَهَدُوا بِأَنَّ مُسْلِمُونَ Here we find Allah Azza wa Jal He says قُلْ يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ O people of the scripture O people of the books the Jews and the Christians. Ta'alaw ila kalimatin sawa'in baynana wa baynakum. Come to a common ground. Come to a word that is just between us and you. And what is this word? Allah na'buda illallah. That we worship none but Allah alone. Wala nushrika bihi shay'a. And we do not associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here we, again, affirmation and negation. And here, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this is a message to all of us. This again also teaches us that when we call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first thing we call to is kalima to tawheed. It is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And this verse is also the verse that it is a clear verse, my beloved brothers and sisters, that when you give da'wah, when you call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he sent Mu'adh ibn Jabal to Yemen, the first thing he told Mu'adh, he did not tell Mu'adh, teach them how to fast. Teach them to make salah. Teach them to fight in jihad. Teach them to recite the Quran. The first thing he told Mu'adh that they must worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then he says to Mu'adh sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet peace be upon him, he says to Mu'adh, may Allah be pleased with him, that if they obey this Mu'adh, if they adhere to this advice of worshiping Allah and following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, now you teach them salah. If they obey the salah, now you teach them the next steps of Islam. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in this verse, And that none of us shall take others as lords besides Allah. And then if they turn away, فَإِن تَوَلَّوْا فَقُولُوا شَهَدُوا بِأَنَّ مُسْلِمُونَ Then say, bear witness that we are Muslims. We do not follow your false deities. We do not follow your false gods. But know that if they turn away from us, then we bear witness that we are Muslims, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. The conditions for La ilaha illallah. They are conditions that the ulama have brought forth that they attach to this kalima which we should all have. Number one, we should have knowledge ilm of this kalima number two we should have yaqeen we should have certainty 
Number three, we should have sincerity with regards to our worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number four, sidq, truth. We must be truthful with regards to this kalima. We cannot utter the shahadatain. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna muhammadan rasulullah. But when we make dua, we make dua to other than Allah. When we slaughter, we slaughter for other than the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is not truthful. Number five, or the fifth condition, mahabba, love. We need to love Allah azza wa jal. We need to love the shahadatain. Number six, submission. We need to submit ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu udakhulu fi silmi kafa. O you who believe, udakhulu fi silmi kafa. That enter into Islam wholeheartedly. Wala tattabi'u khutuwati shaytan. And do not follow the footsteps of shaytan. And the last one, number seven, which is acceptance. We need to accept the rules and the regulations that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. وَالدَّلِيلُ الشَّهَادَ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ The proof for testifying that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in surah Tawbah, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِدْتُمْ حَرِيصٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ That indeed, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ That indeed, there has come to you a messenger from amongst yourselves. عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِدْتُمْ It grieves him that you should not receive any injury or difficulty. حَرِيصٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ And know that he is anxious over you to be guided. This was the quality of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this should be one of our qualities as well. That we should be anxious. That we should feel a pain when people do not embrace Islam. We should feel this pain in our hearts. We should be calling people to Islam. We should be calling people to the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there are two types of da'wah. The one da'wah is calling people to the deen of Allah, which is the non-Muslims. And the second form of da'wah is calling the Muslims back to Kitabullah and back to Sunnati Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is of utmost importance, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. حَرِيسٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَؤُوفُ الرَّحِيمِ And that he is full of kindness and mercy to the believers. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the author he then mentions and the meaning of the shahada أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam طَاعَتُهُ فِي أَمَرَ That the meaning of the shahada. What does Muhammadur Rasulullah actually mean? It means ta'atu fima amara. 
that we need to obey Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in that which he commanded us to do. And we need to believe in him what he has informed us of. And remember my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as Allah azza wa jal, he says regarding Muhammad, peace be upon him, وَمَا يَنْتِكُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَى That Muhammad, peace be upon him, he did not speak out of his own accord, but we inspired him and he spoke. They can never for a moment in a life or in the life of a believer, that he utters the shahadatain, but he has doubt in the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says that, yes, the Prophet said this, but I am going to do that. No. We need to obey Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We need to believe in that which he has informed us. And we need to stay away that which he forbade us and warned us against. وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in Surah Al-Hashr, that take whatever the Prophet, peace be upon him, has given you, and stay away, and do not take that which, do not follow that which He has told you to stay away from. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this is loving Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبَكُمُ اللَّهِ قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ And say that if you truly want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to love you, then فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبَكُمُ اللَّهِ Then follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and in return Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to love you. قُلْ أَلْطِيعُ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولِ And obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, this concept of only taking the Qur'an, this concept of taking certain sunan, and the concept of taking certain aspects of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's life and leaving others, and of the most important matters with regards to following the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and following the sunnah, is that we stay away from the opposite of sunnah, and that is bid'ah. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned that whomsoever introduces something into this matter of ours, man ahdatha fi amrina, that whomsoever introduces something into this matter of ours, and it was not from us, meaning with regards to religion. For example, celebrating the 15th of Sha'ban that is coming up, celebrating the 27th of Rajab, Celebrating Miladun Nabi and many other practices. So it's not practiced by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So know that this is going to be rejected. And in lesson two or in lesson three, we spoke quite in detail about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The next point, what Dalilu Salah was Zakah and the proof 
for salah and zakah, what tafsir tawheed and the explanation of tawheed, the author he brings the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ وَيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ وَيُؤْتُ الزَّكَاةَ وَذَلِكَ دِينُ الْقَيْهِمَةَ And they were not commanded, except that they should worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Again, with sincerity, solely for the sake of Allah, and they, that they should do what? وَيُقِيمُ الصَّلَةِ That they should establish the prayer. وَيُؤْتُ الزَّكَاةِ And that they should pay their zakah. And that it is the right religion. That this is the true deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the next point the author brings, he says, وَالدَّلِيلُ الصِّيَامِ And the proof for fasting is in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَوْ يُوهُ بِلِيفِ And my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, whenever we come across the verses where Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا So we know that the verses in the Qur'an, Allah addresses, or we find two types of verses. The one verse says, Ya ayyuhannas, O mankind, speaking to everyone, Jew, Christian, atheist, Muslim, Hindu, every single person, speaking to all of them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses mankind, or He addresses mankind in that verse. Now He addresses the believers. This is myself and yourselves. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu. So now we should take special notice, take special care. Because now Allah is either going to give us a command or He's going to give us a prohibition. And He says, Kutiba alaykumusiyam. That fasting is prescribed upon you. The month of Ramadan is prescribed upon you. Kama kutiba alaladina min kabalikum. Like how this month was prescribed on those before you. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ So that you may attain taqwa. So that you may attain dutifulness to Allah Azza wa Jal. So that you may become God conscious. This is the main reason for fasting. So what we take from this verse that fasting is fard. Secondly, we take on from this verse that previous nations used to fast as well. And the third point, the reason for fasting is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we will attain taqwa. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says as well with regards to the month of fasting, He says that shahru Ramadan, that the month of Ramadan is the month shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Quran. That the month of Ramadan is the month in which the Qur'an was being, which was sent down to mankind. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us reach the month of Ramadan. And on the topic or on the point of Ramadan, we should preparing, be preparing ourselves. This is a lecture on its own, but recite a lot of Qur'an, read the meanings of the Qur'an, read what is the Qur'an all about. Read the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Read the Fatawa, the Masail. 
of the month of Ramadan, what to do during the fast, what not to do, what breaks the fast, etc. So that when Ramadan comes, we are well prepared and we are not just prepared by stocking up our freezers and our fridges, etc. But rather we are prepared spiritually. What dalilul hajj? And the author, he says, and the proof for hajj, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنِ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ The proof for hajj is in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the hajj, the pilgrimage to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is a duty that mankind owes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those who are able to do it. Hajj is compulsory for those who are by the means to perform hajj. If you are not by the means to perform hajj, then hajj is not compulsory upon you. Having said that, if you are by the means to perform hajj, and you are accepted to perform hajj as well, and you delay the performing of hajj, for reasons which are not valid in the Sharia, and Allah forbids that you are not able to perform Hajj, you will be liable and you will be held responsible for not performing this Hajj in the court of Allah Azza wa Jal. وَمَنْ كَفَرَ And whomsoever disbelieves by denying this Hajj, they do not accept this Hajj. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ So know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala غَنِيٌّ that he is free, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anil alameen, that he is free from his creation, he does not need his creation. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of us. We are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nahnu du'afa. That remember my beloved brothers and sisters, we are weak. وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا As Allah says. And that I have created mankind to be weak. We are in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And never for once be like the people, be like the Jews. Who said that Inna Allaha Fakiru wa Nahnu Aghniya wa Na'udhu Billah? They said that indeed Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala He is poor and we are rich. That we are not in need of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Take a look around us, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam. Take a look around us. See what is happening today. A virus. It's literally brought the world to standstill. A small virus that cannot even be seen with the naked eye. If this is not teaching us and showing us how great Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, then I do not know what is going to show us. Now is the time to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The author then he says, وَمَرْتَبَةُ ثَانِيَةَ الْإِيمَانِ وَهُوَ He says that the next point, or المَرْتَبَةُ ثَانِيَةَ The next level is the level of Iman. 
وَهُوَ بِدْعُ وَسَبْعُونَ شُعْبَ That iman consists, consists of more than 70 more than 70 branches. And the most highest of them, فَأَعْلَاهَا قَوْلُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ And the highest of them is the saying, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَأَدْنَاهَا And the lowest of them, إِمَاطَةُ الْأَذَا عَنِ الطَّرِيقِ That it is to move a harmful matter or a harmful object from the road. وَالْحَيَا شُعْبَةُ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ And know that haya, that modesty, it is a branch from Iman. And this is a hadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him. وَأَرْكَانُ سِتَّةِ And the arkan of the Iman is سِتَّةِ Number one, أَن تُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ To believe in Allah. وَالْمَلَائِكَ And his angels. وَكُتُبِهِ And his books. وَرُسُلِهِ and his messengers, وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ And in the last day, وَبِالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ And in Al-Qadr, divine pre-decree, which is that good and bad comes from Allah Azza wa Jal. And the proof for this, as the author mentions, وَالدَّلِيلَ عَلَى هَذِهِ الْأَرْكَانِ السِّتَّةِ قَوْلُ تَعَالَى As Allah says, لَيْسَ الْبِرْوَ أَن تُوَلُّوا وُجُوهَكُمْ قِبَلَ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ وَلَكِنَّ الْبِرْوَ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالْكِتَابِ وَالنَّبِيِّينَ And the proof for this is where Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah verse 177 لَيْسَ الْبِرْوَ That righteousness is not that you turn your faces towards the east and the west in prayer. But rather, bir, that righteousness is for the one who, number one, he believes in Allah. Number two, he believes in the last day. Number three, believes in the malaika. Number four, he believes in the books. And number five, he believes in the prophet. And the proof for qadr is, the author he mentions, وَالدَّلِيلُ qadr, And the proof for qadr is, إِنَّا كُلَّ شَيْءٍ خَلَقْنَاهُ بِقَدْرُ that indeed we have created all things with Qadr, divine pre-decree ordained for it. The author mentions Al-Martabatu Thalitha Al-Ihsan Rukn Wahid Wahua An Ta'bud Allah Ka'annaka Tarafa Illam Takun Tarafa Innahu Yara Wa Dalilu Qawlu Ta'ala Inna Allaha Ma'al Ladheena Attaqawwa Ladheena Hum Muhsinun And we discussed this point already, that to worship Allah as if you see Him, but if you do not see Him, then indeed He sees you. And the proof from the Qur'an is that Allah says that verily Allah is with those who have taqwa and with those who have ihsan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions, وَتَوَكَّلَ عَلَى الْعَزِيزِ and put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Almighty, the Most Merciful. Who sees you when you stand up for the prayer at night. And who sees your movements Amongst you who prostrate themselves to him. Innahu huwa sami'u al-alim. And he is the all-hearer, the all-knower. 
And then the author, he says, he brings the next verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَمَا تَكُونُ فِي شَأْنٍ وَمَا تَتْلُو مِنْهُ مِنْ قُرْآنٍ وَلَا تَعْمَلُونَ مِنْ عَمَلٍ إِلَّا كُنَّ عَلَيْكُمْ شُهُودًا إِذْ تُفِيدُونَ فِيهِ That there is no deed that you, O Muhammad, do, nor any portion of the Qur'an that you recite, nor any deed that you humans do, except that we are a witness to it, and whilst you are doing it. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the author, he then brings proof from the sunnah. And he brings the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salam. I'm not going to read the Arabic as we are running out of time. But I'm going to read the English of the hadith. The proof from the sunnah is the famous hadith of Jibreel, which is reported by Umar ibn Khattab, who said that one day we were sitting with the Prophet, peace be upon him, when they appeared to us a man with extremely white garments and extremely black hair. No trace of journey could be seen on him, nor did any amongst us recognize him. Then he sat in front of the Prophet, lining his knees with the knees of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and placing his palms on his. And he said, O Muhammad, inform me about Islam. So the Prophet ﷺ, he said, that it is that you testify that there is no deity that has the right to be worshipped except Allah and that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah and that you must establish salah, you must pay your zakah and you must fast in the month of Ramadan and perform hajj if you are able to do it. He said that indeed, meaning Jibreel said that indeed you have spoken the truth. So we were amazed that he had asked him and then told him that he was truthful. Meaning the companions, they were in shock. You ask a question to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and now you tell the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that indeed you spoke the truth. Then he said, now inform me about Iman. So Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that Iman is that you believe in Allah, that you believe in His angels, you believe in the revealed books, you believe in the messengers, you believe in the last day and that you believe in Qadr, the good and bad of it. He said that indeed you have spoken the truth. Now inform me about Ihsan. He said that Ihsan, it is that you worship Allah as if you see Him. But even if you do not see Him, then know that indeed Allah sees you. And then he asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, now inform me about the final hour. He said, the one who is asking, or the one who is being asked does not have any more knowledge of it than the one who is asking. He said, so then inform me about his signs or about its signs. Muhammad, peace be upon him, said that it will be when the mother gives birth to a female master, when the barefooted baron and lowly shepherds will compete with one another in constructing tall buildings. Then he left and we remained seated, meaning the companions, they stayed and this person left. Therefore, a while there was, in another narration says that there was silence. Then Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, O Umar, do you know who the questioner was? He said, or Allah and his messenger knows best. He, Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that indeed this was Jibreel and he came to teach you your religion. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, 
This brings us to the end of the second usul, which is knowing Islam and its proofs. And this is extremely important, like I mentioned previously, that we need to know the proofs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to know the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with its correct proofs and the correct understanding. Next week, bi-idhnillahi ta'ala, we will look at the third principle which has to do or deal with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and a bit of the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his divine names and, it, and attributes to grant us success. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik ashadu wa la ilaha illa astawfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.